0: Hey everyone, this is Tony, Dungeon Master of DD Raw. And before we begin, I just wanted to say: if you enjoy DD RAW, we would love it if you would support us on Patreon to hear new exclusive content and updates before anyone else. By contributing as little as $1 per month, patrons enable us to dedicate more time to creating episodes. Our higher-level patrons get access to DMs notes, outtakes from our episodes, the chance to add an item or NPC to a DD RAW episode and even to join our monthly patron game. We wanted to thank all of our adventure tier and above patrons for their support this month. So thank you, Jeremy Kleinhans, a Linux fan, and Dark Queasy, and a very special thanks to our producer tier patron, Gnome, for serving as a producer on this episode. To find out more about how you can join this list of outstanding people, go to patreon.com slash dndraw. If you're not able to support DND Raw on Patreon, we would love it if you leave us a review on itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts don't forget to check us out next week for serviceable plots episode 13 but for now onto to rumble squad episode 12 collect the treasures of the gods with me today are the following players
1: hi i'm chris and i will be playing auric fireforge the hill dwarf forge cleric
2: hi i'm jane and i will be playing at the gnome arcane trickster rogue
1: Hi, I'm
3: Nick, and I will be playing Luvin Cromdell, the half-elf alchemist artificer.
4: Hi, I'm Rachel, and I will be playing Elaine Fox, the human druid barbarian.
0: Last time, the party encountered several orcs in the vault of Neverhelm, as they tried to find the source of the cry of distress. Defeating the orcs, they captured one, named Glasha, who showed them the path that her allies had taken as they traveled deeper into the ruins. The party encountered a massive wall of flames blocking their path, and feeling that Yadomin would protect him, Orc walked into the fire, and the party watched as he became consumed. Oryk, you walk through and are unharmed, and you arrive on the other side.
1: Do I hear screaming? You don't. I mean, do I see anything that looks immediately like danger in front of me?
0: You see a large statue of the dwarven figure that you saw the mosaic for. Beneath it, it says Avantir Anvilik. And below the engraving, it says, You have taken your first true steps. Ascend and behold my great works that you may be inspired as I was. And you notice behind the statue is a staircase leading up.
1: Okay. I will turn back towards the flames and try and uh, call out to my party members and to let them
0: know that I'm okay. You guys don't hear anything except screaming that eventually just seems to get choked out.
4: Awesome.
3: The screaming that we hear, does it sound like Oryx's voice, like his tone?
0: Any of you can roll a to try and determine.
3: Three.
4: Thirteen. Ten.
0: It sounded like Oryx. I mean, it's really hard to tell with that level of just piercing scream- of someone, like, that's literally been burnt to a crisp. Yes. But, I mean, you've never heard Oryx scream like that, but it, it sounded like it could have been him.
4: Checks out. Glasha, have you yes? ever crossed through this fire? No. Have you seen anybody cross through this fire?
0: I was told guard entrance when we got here.
4: Do you have a symbol of your clan on you?
0: She points to her armor. You see the badly painted image of a skull with like little spikes around it. Auric, by the way, you yell and there is no response. Huh.
1: So Oracle, wait a minute to see if they come through before doing anything else.
0: Okay, then we will pause on you.
1: Now that I'm looking at the fire, can I
3: try and gauge whether it's magical? Roll Arcana. 16.
0: I mean, it's it's possible it's magical. It's really hard to tell. If it is magical, I mean, it could still completely destroy you. It's hard to tell if it's an illusion or not. Yeah, okay.
4: I am going to offer back to Glasha her axe and her armor and say, in good faith, I'm trusting you with this. These are yours. And just kind of give her the look of don't screw us over kind of look.
0: <laughs> Roll one more persuasion check. Nine. She takes the weapon and the armor, nods, and starts to put the armor on.
4: Okay. I'm going to look to Nyssa and Luvin. Your choice is stay with Glasha or go through.
3: I'm going in after him.
4: You guys are seriously thinking of going through there? What? If Rydalk came this way, I don't see any other option. It's
2: a wall of fire.
4: It will burn away any misgivings.
2: My only misgivings is that thing. I don't have any others. Seriously, and I don't believe in any of this
4: nonsense. That's auric stuff. Why why are we going to go through there? Really? Elaine just has her hands on your shoulders. Luvin, you're going through?
3: Yeah, I understand if you don't want to. It's a little scary. But I'm, I'm sure Auric knew what he was doing.
4: And you have to do of your own free will, Nissa. So I will turn and watch Luvin be consumed by fire, I'm assuming.
3: <laughs> he takes a deep breath to kind of just make some marching motion as he goes into the fire at about the same pace that Orick did.
0: When you get up to it, there is a brief moment you're feeling like you're going to get burned. And all of you hear screams that sound like Luvin. As soon as he enters the flame, you lose sight of his body. Like, you see it get completely consumed. Luvin, you walk to the other side, and there is Auric.
1: What kept you? Hi there. Well, that was unpleasant. Is everyone else coming? I don't
4: know.
0: So, real quick, Elaine, are you following right behind?
4: No. Does Glasha have all her armor on?
0: Almost. It takes a couple minutes to put on.
4: Yeah, I'm waiting for her to- Okay,
0: it'll be a moment. So, Luvin, Auric, you are on the other side currently.
1: So, what's all this? Well, it seems to be a statue, but are the others coming or not?
3: Let's give them a few minutes. They have their reservations.
1: They have reservations.
3: I'll just go back and get them. But that might be against the spirit of the inscription. I'll give them another
4: minute. Okay. Elaine's going to extend a hand to her. Will you be taking up your post back at the pillars?
0: I'll wait here if anything's left. And she just gestures towards the flame.
4: Well, perhaps we'll cross paths again. And then I'm going to lean down and look at Nissa and be like, are you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Yeah. All right. I'm also going to motion down to Oscar if he's on the ground for her to pick him up. <laughs> he's in
2: my pocket. She's she's gonna double check, make sure he's really tucked well away.
0: There's a moment where he peeks like above pocket goes, goes right back in the pocket.
2: I know
4: just how you feel, buddy. I know just like
0: how you, feel. you feel him like curled up as deep into your pocket as he can possibly <laughs> go. <laughs>
4: I will step up and wait for Nissa to, to step up beside me, and then when she is, start walking through. I will take a deep breath and follow.
0: Okay. It is really unpleasant for a brief second, and you pass right through. Woo! It doesn't take very long, but it would get to the point of, like, Oric, you might be feeling a little impatient mm-hmm. when Elaine and Nissa arrive on the other side.
1: Where's the arc, woman? We left her. How are we going to convince her clan not to attack us on sight?
4: I'm going to motion behind me to the Wall of Flame. I don't think they're passing through this. Why not? I think Rydalt is the only one that might be passing through this. Because she did not seem comfortable with the idea of coming through.
1: That's just because she didn't know that it wouldn't hurt her.
4: Neither did you.
1: I knew Yadamine would protect me.
4: Biggest eye roll. (laughs) Yep.
1: But she said that some of her clan members went with Rydalt and they went this way. And since they weren't here, that must mean they're up ahead.
4: Would you like to wait a moment to see if she's going to come through?
1: Did she give any indication that she'd be coming through?
4: She said she would wait there.
1: Then that doesn't sound like she's coming through.
4: She's going to give like a little shrug like, I'm not worried about that.
1: You want to go and fight more orcs?
4: What have you noticed about this room while you were waiting for us? Because I'm sure you weren't just sitting here with your thumb up your butt.
1: Oh, Oric is going to give a mean look at that. There's a statue here that looks to be of Avantir. It indicates that there may be something up the stairs behind it.
3: What uh, languages is that inscription in as Orcs pointing it
0: out? Common.
1: I'll write it down as well. So is there any, like, distinguishing features about Avantir?
0: He has flaming hair and beard in the statue. It definitely has, like, wisps like it's not hair. Like, it is a fire hair and beard.
1: You know, I think I'm sensing a theme. Well, do we want to go back and get the Orc, or do we want to forge ahead?
4: I'm fine with continuing on. Could
2: I just check the statue over first before we move past it, just in case? Roll
0: investigation.
2: 20 total.
0: Looking at the statue, you notice the feet are not fused to the base. Oh. And there are arcane inscriptions on it that you kind of realize like they're all towards the front of it, kind of hidden a little bit around the feet. You do notice that there are a couple other similar... Arcane runes near the fire.
2: I would start pointing out the arcane symbols to Leuven as soon as I saw them.
0: Roll an arcana check for me. 13. Based off of how you saw the other symbols on the bronze golem, and based off of the inscription that crossed you over the bridge, you get the feeling if you turn back the statue might turn alive.
4: Oh. Oh.
1: That was uh that was a close call.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Still want to go back and get her? <laughs>
1: Maybe I'll pass for now. <laughs>
4: Man, this place and statues.
0: <sighs>
1: so much for Orc bravery.
0: So, what are you guys doing?
1: Well, if it looks like it's different than the golem that we encountered, maybe we should continue on then.
0: This one is made of stone, not bronze.
1: I guess Oracle start heading towards the stairs.
0: Okie dokie. So, you are approaching these stairs that, as you get up to the base of, seems to just... Ascend for quite a while. You do have to walk single file on these stairs.
2: All right, I'll take the lead. I'll be second. I'll take the back. Yeah, I'll go between you
1: and Leven. Yeah.
0: So as you ascend the stairs, you hear some voices coming from up above you. Nothing specific at first.
1: Maybe try and be stealthy.
0: Whoever is attempting to be stealthy, roll a stealth check. Seven. Nineteen.
2: Also nineteen. Fourteen.
0: As you guys are. Carefully stepping, you do hear ahead of you, clink, 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 as Oryx seems to, like, hit the edge of the stair with his boot before his boot slams down on the stair, and then hit the edge of the next stair, and then slam down again.
4: Oryx, take bigger steps so you don't clip the stairs.
0: Is that a height joke?
4: Pick your feet up, man.
2: Stop scraping them along the floor. Shh.
0: As you are ascending the stairs, you do hear kind of a little bit of a, a, a scared voice. I believe... This one has to do with Ar- Ar- Arleos, I think. Um, and you can see the sword. Um, hold on. I don't know what this means.
1: Do we recognize the voice?
0: Sounds a little bit familiar.
1: Like the yelling from- Yep. Okay. Do we recognize the name that he says?
0: Roll a religion check, anyone who would like to. Nissa, you don't need to roll.
1: I know this name. 20 total. 8-
0: <laughs> Arleos is the lawful good god of justice and war.
2: Nissa is scowling right now.
0: He is usually a god that's prayed to for honorable combat. He is a considered like a great judge and he represents the uh, alignment of lawful good. Uh this is by the way that's Oric. you know all the rest. Luvin, a god? You're pretty sure.
1: <laughs> Would I know what Arleos's relation if any? to Yadamine might be, since they are both lawful, good gods.
0: Arlios is considered like a father to Yadamine.
1: Oh, so Orc would probably hold him in high respect then.
0: While Yadamine is the creator of dwarves and very much takes after Arlios in a lot of aspects of combat and arms and armor and stuff like that, Arlios is less focused on the forging aspect of it and much more on the like honorable combat, battle, war, um, and justice. Nissa, you know the name. You know everything I just said.
2: Yep.
1: Psst, arlios that's a god, right? Yeah, he's the father of my god, Yadamine. a pretty great guy. Oh, oh, cool. We should probably hurry, though.
0: You reach the top of the stairs. You hear, like, Yadamine is mentioned. Um, hold on. And I'm um, pretty sure... Okay, this one must be Vumera.
1: Sporving curiosity has been piqued.
0: As you reach the top, you see a spherical chamber. The stairs kind of level out at a main platform that then hits another set of stairs that rise up to this centrally raised kind of podium, this this platform. As you come up, you see three orcs on this platform, one on the stairway, and a fourth orc off kind of into the far corner of this circular chamber. Also on the platform, just past the orc on the stairway, is the Spellweaver, who seems to be staring into the corner of the fourth orc who is also has a hand on a very scrawny figure who is partially obscured from you due to the large orc that's beside him as you come up the three orcs on the platform kind of just look towards the stairway as you ascend orc but all eyes seem to be on orc from the stairwell so you come up and this is the sight you see this thin scrawny humanoid figure who you can kind of see is a half elf is just kind of reading what looks to be a lot of different designs along the walls of this place. You see small bits of script that's torn and broken, but you see several different items, weapons, and all of that drawn across the walls, all different types. All of the orcs though on the platform are holding great axes.
1: Of course. How far behind me is everyone else?
0: I'm assuming it's in a line. Yeah. But they're ducked lower than you.
1: Okay. And the orcs, Definitely notice me, right?
0: Seems like it.
1: I'll try and make like a non-threatening gesture and say to them, We have allied ourselves with Glasha. We mean the orcs no harm.
0: Roll a persuasion check. Ten. You see them kind of glance over their shoulder at the Spellweaver, and then you hear a voice in your head, "Orc, you followed me here. Aye. What is your intention? He's not staring at you, by the way. He is staring towards the half-elven figure.
1: We're here to rescue Avelios.
0: I am using him right now. You can go.
1: I'm afraid we're going to have to pass on the offer.
0: Slow head turn towards you. This time you guys notice he doesn't have his hood up and you notice an elongated neck that his head doesn't just turn but swerves almost like that of a snake. As it turns towards you, and he fixes you with completely black eyes. Has a look of like an owl in terms of his face. The way it's like all kind of, and his completely bald, pale skin just shifting as he looks towards you. I'm sorry, Dwarf. I am using him right now. I can send him when I'm done.
1: So I'm going to kind of just file into the room and kind of off to the side to make room for... The rest of the party to come
0: in okay are the rest of you coming in yeah i will
1: also file off to the side
4: nissa are you staying right in the doorway Mm-hmm. all right <laughs> i'm staying right behind nissa then
0: okay as far as you can tell it doesn't seem the orcs have noticed luven nissa or elaine all their attention seems to be on orc and the only reason you notice this is because orc specifically shifted off to one side their eyes followed him when luven went into the room and shifted to the side their eyes didn't go that way
1: I'll call out to the spellweaver again. So, Rydot, what are you looking for here? This appears to be a place of Avantir Anvilik.
0: Avantir used this place, crafting many items, or so he claims. This place is older than you can imagine, dwarf. I have been searching for it.
1: And what do you hope to accomplish?
0: To collect the treasures of the gods.
1: So, question for DM. Does that particular phrase, treasures of the gods, have any significant meaning?
0: Roll a history check. Six. You've never heard that phrase before?
1: Treasures of the gods, you say? I'm not familiar with that.
0: His neck kind of twists almost completely 180, looks around the entire room, and you look and you see all sorts of images of items drawn up on the walls. The items of the gods, Dwarf.
1: Are they made by the gods or for the gods?
0: I seek to find them. This place is one of many. They are not here. And his neck twists and he kind of looks to the opposite side from where you're standing and seems to look towards something, but you can't see it from where you're at. I will find them. We will accomplish our goals.
1: And what goals might those be?
0: The return dwarf. This time he's not staring at you. He's staring kind of just around the room.
1: The return of what, exactly?
0: Again, creepy neck swivel as his head turns to you and actually, like, goes sideways almost. Hasn't Yadumin warned you?
1: Yadumin speaks to me of many things, but this place seems to be sacrilegious.
0: Of course he would think so.
1: So who exactly are you trying to return?
0: The most important one. Yadumin? You are sad, dwarf. When Yadumin dies, you will know. Perhaps I can send them after him next. Oh. oh, Dem's fighting words.
2: <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no!
1: So I will try and cast
0: spiritual weapon
1: to appear on the other side of him. Okay,
0: I need everyone to roll initiative. Orc as you initiated combat,
1: does it actually go off, or does he try and immediately counterspell it again?
4: Oh,
0: oh. <laughs> no! <Nope, laughs> he does not. Okay, this time. So it does go off. All right. Where are you putting it?
1: Basically on the opposite side of him.
0: Okay, so you get to do this before we go into the turn orders. So, make an attack roll.
1: Does a 12
0: hit. You swing and his whole body kind of slithers slightly out of the way. Ugh. So, top of the round, Nyssa, you saw Auric do this, and everybody is going into reacting. As far as you can tell, though, no one knows that you're there.
2: I would like to try and cast Sleep again.
0: Centered where?
2: I will move it further afield so that it won't catch us.
0: If you want it to not catch you, you have to basically put it at least where the spiritual weapon is.
2: I will place it there, then.
0: In that back corner? Yes. Okay, and you can get all three of the orcs that are kind of on the platform and right out. You- sneak up focus on the incantation so you get a small pinch of sand focus your energy flick some towards the area and release the spell though you are now revealed to the enemy
2: yes that's a total of 23
0: so as you release the spell the orc that's on the stairs just crumples and falls down the <laughs> other two kind of shake their heads a little bit and shake out of it okay. any movement or bonus action Rydot looks unaffected
2: of course, of course he does of course he does <laughs> I will move into the room so I'm not blocking the doorway. Just come stand to one side.
0: So you scurry around Luven and tuck to the other side of him on the left side of the room. Rydot is going to turn, look at you, Auric. You hear a sigh, and actually all of you kind of hear this in your heads as he just seems to send this out. I tried giving you a chance, remember that. He holds up six hands, all spread out in one you see three points of lights appear. In another, three more points. In a third, three more points. In a fourth, three more points. Nyssa, you recognize magic missile. Oh
4: no. Yep.
0: And in his final two hands, you see him focus on another spell that he seems to be using both hands together. Looks over to you as well, Nissa. One hand shoots out to you as three bolts fly at you. Oric, nine bolts fly at you. Nissa, Mm -hmm. you take 11 points of force damage as it just slams one into another against you. Oryk, you take 32 points (gasps) of force damage. Holy
2: What?
3: Are you still up? Yeah, barely.
0: As just bolt after bolt slams into you, your armor slightly denting from the amount of actual pressure just slams again and again and again into your person. As he does this, his two hands together Focus towards himself and he vanishes from your sight.
1: Oh, of course. Uh. What?
0: Auric, you're up.
1: I will use my bonus action to have my spiritual weapon try and swing at the place where he...
0: Go ahead and make an attack roll at disadvantage. 14. You swing and don't hit anything.
1: I will cast uh, Cure Wounds on myself at a level one.
0: Okay. So you focus on yourself as a pulse of healing energy courses through you.
2: Could I have gone invisible, by the way, because I took damage?
0: Okay. All of you watch as suddenly after Nissa gets hit, she vanishes from sight.
1: I heal 10. Okay. And I think that's all I can do.
0: All right. The orc on the platform is going to hop down as he kind of lumbers down this raised platform. And he is going to take a swing at you. And, Orc, you raise your shield as it hits the side of your shield and barely misses you. Elaine, you're up.
4: All right. So charging up to here. bamf into a axe beak. Could I keep running to here? I know that would take attack of opportunity.
0: So if you want to run across the lower half of the platform right by the one sleeping orc and the one attacking orc, you could. It'd be double movement, but yes.
4: But an axe beak has 50 feet of movement, so I can get to there, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You will take two attacks of opportunity, though. Because you are headed to the half-elven figure, and you'll be passing the other orc that is still on the platform. That's fine. So both hit, and I know you said for your bonus action you were raging, so this will be half damage, correct? Yes. One is 13 have to six. Okay. 11 have to five. So total of 11 points of damage.
4: Still in my axe beak form.
0: So you run up the stairs, get up and rage, roaring out, shifting as you do into your large axe beak form as you step on the stairs to leap over towards the orc in the back of the room that has a hand on the scrawny half of man. As you pass, two axes come across and hack across your hide.
4: Okay, that's it for my turn. And I don't have anything else.
0: The orc that is right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Is going to release his hand off the half elf, draw his great axe, and take a swing. That is going to hit 14 reduced to seven.
4: I am still an axe beak.
0: You kind of come up. He lets go, pulls his great axe, turns, and slams it into the chest of your axe beak, drawing it across. I am going to squawk violently in his face. But that is all that orc can do. Luvin, you're up.
3: So, orc looks pretty bad, huh? Yeah. Handing one to him, would that be a free
0: action? We can say as part of your movement, you like put it towards his feet so we can just pick it up as part of his movement?
3: Sure, i do that. Yep. Right after Elaine does her uh, violent squawking of terror, Luvin's <laughs> suddenly going to like kind of just billow his overcoat a bit manually, like whoosh, with his arms. <laughs> Fearsome orcs of the Nightmare Skull, behold the fierce warrior Elaine who broke through your magic wall, unharmed, worthy adversary to Rida. Join us now in fierce combat.
0: Roll persuasion at disadvantage 17 you will see if that has an effect
3: so think i'm gonna use a <laughs> shield of faith on auric <laughs> <laughs> ac
0: 21
1: nice
3: that's my turn
0: one orc is asleep the orc that's up on the platform looks confused stares at the giant bird, stares back at you, and currently is uncertain what to do. Yay! You see the half-elven figure look at the giant bird that just squawked in the general direction there, and just, "Ah!" (laughs) And he kind of goes all the way into the corner and tucks down, having disengaged from the orc that's there. Awesome. And hides in the corner just like, Nissa, you are invisible. Mm Mm-hmm. What would you like to do?
2: None of the orcs have attacked since Luven did his speech. No. I'm going to hold for the moment.
0: What are you holding? And what is the trigger?
2: I'm going to move over to where Luven and Oryk are, and if the orc that's in front of Oryk attacks him again, I'm going to attack with my short sword.
0: Okay. So I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw as Rydot appears on the far left side of the room and begins to cast... You see three of his hands work together as they focus in on a spot and seem to start to kind of compress. His other three hands each point one to Elaine, one to Orc, and one to Nissa. So, wisdom save.
4: 19. 5. 15. 18.
0: Nissa, uh, Elaine, you feel this pressure kind of build around you for a moment, but you shrug it off. Oryk and Luven, you feel as if... Something starts to almost stick to you. Your muscles move with difficulty. Your speech slows. Oh no. You have the slow effect cast on both of you. (sighs) You have a negative two to your AC and dex saves. You cannot take reactions. You can take either an action or a bonus action on your turn, but not both. If you cast a spell with a casting time of one action, you have to roll a d20 to see if it actually goes off. Oh, and your speed is halved, by the way. So, Orric, you are up.
1: I'm going to use my bonus action to move my spiritual weapon and attack him.
0: Okay. Does a 16 hit. So you go to swing and you see he raises a hand as a shield forms around him and slams against the shield.
1: So it would have hit. Yes. I'll call out to the orcs in my slow motion voice, like, don't be intimidated by him.
0: <laughs> okay. Nissa, you see the orc in front of Oryk kind of look at Luven, look at the axe beak, look at Rydot, and then go to swing at Oryk.
2: I would like to swing my short sword, please. It was a one.
0: Complete miss. So you don't accidentally stab anybody. Good. However, he did hit Oryk. He rolled a crit. Oh, no. 16 points of damage. As you're trying to shift away and your armor caught a lot of it, but the axe... Catches into your collar and he just drags it across for a moment. Oh, did you roll a wisdom save
1: at the end of your turn? Uh, no, I didn't.
0: I mean, he still crit on you, but go ahead and roll the save. 15. Still. You feel like you're close, but not quite. Elaine.
4: I am going to just kind of slide around and put myself between that orc and this guy. And as I'm kind of sliding around, I am going to kind of look at him and give a, almost like a chirp sound like a like a friendly sound in his direction (laughs) and then turn back menacingly to the orc and squawk loudly in his face as a full action of intimidation to try to scare him to not attack me.
0: Go ahead and roll intimidate.
4: 18 total.
0: Okay, so you squawk in his face. Oh,
4: yeah. Little bits of spittle and everything coming out, hitting him in the
0: face. So he's pulling away from you, and he's like, okay, not you. He looks like he's scared of you. But he's heading towards But he Auric. might be going for Auric.
4: All right, and then I'm going to take that attack of opportunity, like, uh-uh, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> attack roll.
4: Another nat 20. 17 points
0: of damage. How do you want to do it?
4: Can I do non-lethal with a beak?
0: It's a melee attack, so you can always do non-lethal. Would you like it to be non-lethal?
4: Yes, if that's an option. <laughs>
0: You go and kind of focus, and since you know specifically you're not trying to kill him, you have a massive beak. His head is a little small. So with a quick wha, your beak just closed, comes down on his head as he just smacks into the ground motionless.
4: I basically just cracked his head like a coconut.
0: (laughs) I mean, yes. Louvin, you're up.
3: We will be the victors. Join us. And his fist, like slowly pumps up into the air.
1: Slow motion fist pump.
0: Roll your persuasion check. 21. Okay. There is sleepy time Orc. He had some tea. The orc that's on the platform takes a few steps back and just holds and looks. It seems he's not interested in trying to kill you right now. The half-elf successfully does not wet himself. (laughs) (laughs) Nissa, you are up.
2: Spellweave is visible at the moment.
0: He is visible.
2: Okay. I'm just going to chuck a regular dart at this guy then.
0: Okay. Make an attack roll.
2: 23 to hit. That'll do it. Five points of damage.
0: Nissa, you turn away from the orc that was attacking Oric. hurl a dart. As you see, he's been focusing on, on the shield that's up and looking at the spiritual weapon beside him, as he turns, it breaks through the shield and slices across his side. And he looks down as you see a purplish blood kind of come from the wound. You see kind of his eyes look down and his head, snake-like, curve up and look back straight at you. Oh no! Uh, any movement, Nissa? No,
2: I'm going to stay where I am for now.
0: All right. You see one hand focused towards you, Elaine. One towards you, Nyssa. And one towards you, Auric. As one hand focuses and you see dark energy kind of form along it and seem to extend the hand out as a skeletal hand starts to form one beside each of you. In his other three hands, you see balls of fire begin to form as he hurls those... Two towards Luven and one towards Eunisa. So, first one for Elaine, 16 to hit. Yeah. 10 points of necrotic damage. As this hand grasps you and pulls the life force from you, you also can't heal on your next turn.
4: I am back to my normal self as well.
0: Next will be Nissa, as two effects are coming at you. One hits the first one. The firebolt misses. Nissa, you take six points of necrotic damage and cannot heal until the start of your next turn. Two firebolts towards Luven. One is a 19. The other is an 8. You take 11 points of fire damage.
3: Everything's fine.
0: And Auric, you had one of those spectral hands by you. And that is a 22 to hit you. I'm unconscious, then. So, Oryk is down. However, with all of this, as this is all happening and he is releasing six different cantrips, one of the firebolts explodes in his own hand. Ah! (sighs) He looks around. It seems even the magic of the room kind of enhanced and caused an arcane mishap.
3: Speaking of arcane mishaps, my uh, concentration total was a four.
0: It is gone. Oryk, I need a death saving throw. Yeah.
1: Natural 20. Yes! Yes! This is the first one I've finally gotten
0: tonight and it actually counted. You are at 1 HP. Yay!
1: (gasps) Nothing lost.
0: And are prone, but yes. Am I still
1: under the effects of slow?
0: Roll a wisdom save.
1: 17.
0: Not anymore. You feel so good right now compared to how you did a moment ago.
1: Just a scratch.
0: So, now the Orc that is standing over Orc is going to take a swing down at him. It's a 19 on the die. So, Orc, you are back at 0 HP. (gasps) Elaine.
4: I'm back in my normal self, but I'm still raging. Yes. Action to turn into an axe beak and charge across to get right in this dude's face.
0: So, you're leaping across the platform to face off against Rydot.
4: And then bonus action to squawk loudly at his face. Okay.
0: Luvin.
3: I pick up the potion that's just right next to Oryx's hand. Okay. And I administer the potion. 9 HP back. And I'm still slowed.
0: Roll a wisdom save. 16? And with that, you feel the effects wear off. (sighs) Ah, all right. We have sleepy time Orc. Orc that is not so sure you guys are going to win, but is still not siding against you.
4: I'm okay with this.
0: (laughs) Which brings us all the way to Nyssa.
2: Short sword attack to the Orc in front of me, please. Okay 19 to hit That'll hit 15 points of damage total How do you want to do it? As close to his, his heart as I can reach I've had enough of this guy
0: Okay You stab him in the back of the knee first Yank it across as he drops down to one knee You just shove the blade straight into his chest And he crumples over
3: That one's very good That dead. one is that one's
2: definitely bad. <laughs> enough Enough of these guys
0: You still have bonus action and movement
2: Would I be able to bonus action chuck a dart at Spellweaver? Sure I will do that 17 to hit.
0: So you hurl the dagger and he raises a hand as a shield forms again. Ah. Technically he raises two hands. I hate
4: this guy. Yep.
0: And it's his turn.
4: And there's a big old ax beak in his face. Squawk. Ah.
0: He's going to look around the room. You hear all in your heads, this is yours for now. Four arms come up in four separate corners. They start to draw what seems like a doorway as it forms, and he steps through, <gasps> and he vanishes from sight.
3: <sighs> Whatever, we lived.
4: that's oh, not I the point.
3: I guy. wanted to murder you him.
2: had that spell.
0: So, he is gone. The currently alive orc is just looking at all of you. You are out of initiative. What would you like to do?
1: I would like to start casting Prayer of Healing to heal us all.
2: I'd like to look around the room for shinies or anything of interest.
0: Investigation check.
4: I am going to shriek loudly at the sky in my bird form and then revert back. You're shrieking at
0: a ceiling, but yes. (laughs) So your prayer of healing is going to go off, so you can go ahead and roll that. The orc is not going to attack you. The orc that's asleep is going to wake up and kind of look around and also not attack because he's like, (laughs) what happened?
1: He's confused. So the the prayer of healing, it targets six creatures. It takes 10 minutes.
0: He's going to wake up before it's done.
1: Oh, okay. Because I was going to heal him as well.
0: He's not hurt. The guy who's unconscious is hurt. Yeah, that's,
1: I was going to do the one who was unconscious.
4: Yeah, I would have gone over and done like a medicine check too while we're reading just to make sure he's not bleeding out because I cracked his skull open, you know.
0: Go ahead and roll medicine check. Nissa, what's your investigation roll?
4: Only a 10.
0: Elaine, what's your medicine check? Six. Doesn't seem like he's dying, but you don't know. There's is some blood on the ground. Luvin, what are you doing?
3: I'd like to begin examining and sketching these images on the wall.
0: Okay. You notice a lot of the images seem incomplete, as if it's like cracked and destroyed and it's fallen away, but there's some partial imagery of 23 different things.
3: Okay. Oh, and a quick turn to our cowering guest. You okay?
0: Who are you? Where you come from?
3: We were sent to help you.
0: From who?
3: Dorora El Fakir and Celazar Gallerina.
0: So you're looking okay. He looks slightly confused. Tarora, Ilf, who's okay?
3: The Nethany. Oh,
0: okay, okay. He's just staring from each of you. Really confused. What was the heal? Ten. Okay, so everyone gets back ten. The orc that Elaine was pretty sure was dead kind of gets up from the healing. (laughs) Yeah, the orcs are kind of just cautiously staring at all of you. (laughs) But looking around the room, I will go into Nissa's investigation with a ten. You're looking around. There seems to be only the stairway that leads out of this room. On the opposite side, where the half-elven man was cowering, you see kind of a circular glass that's in the wall. Almost like you would put a window, but on the other side is just wall you see on the central platform in the dead center is kind of a a recess for what looks like could be a gem of some sort like a gem could go there but there's nothing currently there there are arcane runes all over the place but they're mostly cracked and and damaged and then there's the imagery of a bunch of different weapons some armor like a bow there's a there's a couple of staves on the wall each one has its own very specific design as well. For example, there's like this plate armor design on the wall that looks like it's got spikes off its shoulders and its arms look like like where the gauntlets would be, seem like they're wrapped with chain. There's a warhammer, a silvery blue, another one that's red-black that are crossed. Oric, you do recognize the symbol of Yadumin on the silver-blue warhammer and there's writing beneath it. You see basically a lot of different symbols to deities in this room, but almost everything is cracked and damaged. There's stuff like uh these boots that look like they have spider webs on them, gloves that have spiked fingers, a silver circlet, there's a glass ball. You see a bow that looks like almost like it's a part of branches of a tree. Platinum mace, an onyx, a sword like a kopesh. But I can send you the list so you know what all the imagery are.
2: You said it all looks damaged. Does it look like the damage is recent or like it's been there a long time?
0: Oh, it's been there for a while. Okay. Like over time.
2: Okay.
3: This is basically an artificer's playground.
0: And that is where we're going to leave this episode for today.
4: Thank you all for listening. Please share this with your friends and follow us on Twitter at rulesaswritten. Or check out our website dndraw.com. And feel free to email any questions to the DM at dm at dndraw.com. Also, subscribe and leave us a review or comment anywhere podcasts are found, and please check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dndraw. Thanks for listening and have an awesome week.